0: Hello, I'm Tracy Carlton Ward and this is Sweat, Grit and Hustle. Today I'm going to do things in a slightly different order than I normally would. So normally um, on this episode during our cycle I'd be doing a bit of content for you uh, and the rant would be in a couple of weeks time. Today I'm mixing it up, you're going to get a rant with some content, and the reason being for that, it's not a big rant, so don't worry, you don't need to put your ear defenders on, but the reason being is yesterday, and I'm recording this literally about four or five days before it gets published onto the podcast system, I walked out my house yesterday, and I at my house overlooks some open fields, and the farmer that farms those fields had planted corn in there, and as I looked out over the fence, I noticed three separate piles of smoke coming up and then one of them i saw there was flames with it as well i thought oh crikey (laughs) i used some swear words phone the fire brigade because one of these one of these fires if you like was taking hold and it was traveling really fastly, building. And where I live, uh, years ago, before I moved in here, they had a field fire previously to the point where the houses got evacuated because this thing spread so quickly uh, that it was in danger of actually causing damage to the properties. So I phoned the fire brigade and then realized this thing was moving so fast, they might not get here quickly enough. Now, your brain goes through this. It, whatever the emergency is, your brain starts to do the what-if mode. So I, I, I stand there in my wizard and think, I'll, I'll, I'll water down, I'll hose down my fence panels, and that way if it gets up here, the fence panels will be wet, it won't set fire to them, etc. Craziness, I know, but our brains, when we have an emergency, starts to forecast what could happen, and you know, you start to think, what can I do to prevent that? But the reason for the rant is this. You see, at the time, I was so freaking furious because clearly, had this just been one fire, one plume of smoke, it could have been an accident. It could have been, you know, it was a warm day yesterday. Not warm enough, really, though, unless somebody drops a bloody mirror or piece of glass to set the field afire. Anyway, it could have been an accident. But the fact there were three means this was most likely a bunch of people one or more, I don't know. But this was purposely set. Some idiots were so bored that they had purposely started a field fire without any thought to the consequences. Now what is so bloody annoying is they didn't even stop to think this field of corn that they so nicely set afire is somebody's income. It's somebody's raw material you know that 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 corn i think it was wheat actually not corn but anyway that raw material gets processed and becomes flour or f- f- uh, feed for cattle either way it's a raw material to a farmer's living and just like that part of this farmer's income is raw material is now gone up in smoke you know if this was property Yes, I know there are arsonists, there are people that would purposely set fire to a house, but it's less likely to be a bunch of bored kids or a bunch of bored people because they can see the end result. Just because you can't see the end result of what this field of of material, corn, wheat, whatever, is going to be doesn't mean it's part of the bloody supply chain for somebody's living. The other thing that infuriated me an awful lot is just the sheer fact that they there just didn't seem to be an element of care. This was an element of fun or just something to alleviate boredom. But the the other big frustration is if you're so flipping bored in your life that you've got to set fire to somebody else's stuff or put a spanner in somebody else's works, whatever it is, Think of the people that have to solve that problem when you've created it. There were two fire units out to beat this this fire and stop the whole field getting a fire and also prevent it from hitting the houses that look onto this field. That was two engines that weren't available for a genuine emergency. A genuine fire that or accident that needed those skilled staff to go and save somebody's life, save somebody's house, get somebody out of a trapped car. Instead, what were they doing? They were dealing with the consequences of somebody's boredom. So there you go, there's my little rant over, but I did say I'd got some content for you with it as well. So all of this, as well as, as well as winding me up big time, all of this led me on to um, business. And the fact that for those of you that were around as kids between 1973 and 1970, 1995, there was a program on television called Why Don't You? And it was Why Don't You Stop Watching, Turn Off the Television, Go Do Something Else More Interesting Instead. Bit ironic, given you had to watch television in order to work out what it was you wanted to do that was more interesting, but hey great program, um, stopped in 1995, but it it sort of reminded me of of people in life, in jobs, in a business, maybe they're a little bit bored, maybe they're not doing something they love, maybe they're not happy with the income they're getting, maybe they don't like the fact they don't have the choice of what to do, when to do it, etc. And I thought, well, you know, the consequences of being bored in business, in building wealth, similar so if you're bored right now or you're looking for something better you're not going as fast as you want to in your business things aren't going as well as you thought they would when they started then instead of getting bored and sabotaging everything you're doing which we subconsciously do um, because we stay in bed a bit later than we could just because we don't work all of that sort of stuff Think about what you want instead. Focus on what you do want instead of focusing on what you don't. So, there's loads of things you could do. If you're sat there now, maybe you've got a, a job, it doesn't bring you in as much money as you'd like. Maybe you've started a business already, but it's not going the way you wanted it, or you don't enjoy it, it's not what you wanted to do, but it brought some money. Maybe you've got a little part-time job, but you resent it because you're having to do it because your own job doesn't give you enough money. Loads of reasons why you might be bored or frustrated. Then think about what you do want and how you could get it. So I've got a few little ideas to go through with you. So first off, if you're gonna go off and do something else, whether it's a, a, a side job, Uh, Look to get promoted to increase your income. Go and build a new business. Number one. Think about what you're passionate about. What is it that you'd want to do instead that you love more? Because 80% of our success comes from the reason why we are doing something. And I heard something interesting a couple of days ago. And that is if your reason for doing it is because you don't have enough money that's a negative reason that negative reason will result in negative emotion which will result in negative outcomes so if if your reasoning is because i don't have enough money then don't use that as a reason because that's negative reason look at the positive if you did have that money what would you want to do with it Because let's face it, even if we want to go on and do something that's philanthropic, we still need money in order to do that. So often having more money is not the purpose that is going to sustain you. What is it you want with that extra money? What is it you want to do now that you can't do now, because you don't have sufficient funds. Look at the positive purpose for you, not the negative one such as, I want more money, I don't have enough money. Yeah? I'll I'll tell you something, no matter how much money you get, I suspect somebody somewhere, even with loads of money, still says they don't have enough. Then what can you go do? Well, if you're working a job, You could actually do a little bit of reskilling, enhance your skills so that you could go for a promotion with that job. If it's a job you love and there's a career path and you love where you're looking to go and your purpose to go in that way works for you, then look at what you need to get to the next level. Do you need to maybe do a night class don't even know if they still do night classes at college but anyway a night class or go online and learn some extra skills in order for you to be able to apply for that next position upwards and get more income through a higher paying job Um, maybe you want to do a little part-time job so that if for you it's simply a case of an extra 500 pound a month would allow me to take my family on holiday once a year and that's all I want extra, that's great. It doesn't have to be big. If you want an extra 500 pound a month, what could you go do with the skills that you already have? So you could do what's known as a little side hustle. So you can do these even if you have a job, but you can't rely on your paycheck to give you what you want. So, it could be working as a VA part time. If you're good at copywriting or writing, you could freelance edit other people's blogs or even write them for them. You could write marketing um, content for people, etc. If you've got a skill that you could teach to somebody else, then you could become an online tutor, coach, consultant, whatever. You could. Do some part-time web design or app development if your job is such that you've got the skills in that. And even if you haven't, if it's something you're passionate about, go grab the skills. Maybe if your skills are teachable to other people at college, you could look at being a part-time professor. Uh, Because I do believe there are still night courses out there. Obviously, doing pop-up online courses could be a, a quicker route, but you know, if you if you get a sort of part-time teaching job at a college in, in a couple of evenings a week, you're gonna get paid whether one person looks at that or 10. You know, there are even kids out there, guys, today, who are doing things online. They're doing affiliate marketing. They're doing recommendations, getting paid by advertisers. Some of these kids are earning tens of millions of dollars just doing. <laughs> a little side hustle that becomes a bigger property. But anyway, there's loads you can go out there. You can become a secret shopper. You can do online surveys. Heck, these days, especially with the pandemic, when ordering things online got bigger and bigger and bigger, you can even qualify for um, driving for other companies. So There's a company out there, Amazon, they do Amazon Plus. You go through the checks to make sure they're a driver they, that they want to have. And then after that, you just use an app and press a button and say, I'll take that job. And you can pick, you can do the job that's three hours that gets you £10 an hour. You can do a job that's two hours that gets you £9 an hour. What I'm saying is there's things out there that you could do to earn an extra income alongside your job. Is it easy? No. Is it frustrating sometimes? For many, yes. Because you sometimes start to resent that part-time job because you're doing it because your current job doesn't give you enough money. But life and getting what you want isn't always easy. Sometimes you just have to put in the effort to do it. And if you want it badly enough, you will. If you don't, you won't. And that's where your purpose comes in. That's why... 80% of being successful at what you choose to do is all based on that why, because when it gets to the hard times of why the frig am I doing this? You know, I I really don't want to go out at six o'clock in the evening when I've just finished work and go and do some deliveries. I really don't want to to come home from work Monday to Friday, start researching the internet for properties so that at the weekend I can go view some to add them to a portfolio. So no, it's not easy so alongside your purpose your reason why ask yourself what cost are you prepared to pay to get the result that you are looking for and understand where your cost limit is and i don't necessarily mean a financial cost guys this could be a time cost a short-term cost of time with your family in order to be able to get the money you want to take them on holiday A short-term cost of being out with your friends at a party so that you can go and actually get the latest website done for your new business. There is a cost. So alongside your purpose, what is that cost for you? And how much pain mentally are you prepared to go through to get to where you want to get? Because that's what's going to keep you going when somebody comes and sets fire to your field or... So to speak, so I'm not suggesting they're gonna come and set fire to your field, but effectively something happens that um, that puts a spanner or creates a, a setback into you creating whatever it is that you're looking for. So that's that's using your skill set you have or improving the skill set you have to go and get promotion or go and do a little side hustle. and there are other side hustles there's you know, if you've got a few more hours, the, there's things like turning that job so that your full time job, a little bit of part time work. Eventually, your part time job, uh, a lot of your, you know, your external work that you're doing, your business, your side hustle, whatever it is. There's a lot of opportunities for those if you want them. Eventually, heck, you know, I'm not suggesting you give up your job Um, because some people love their job. It just doesn't pay them enough. But for some people, it could be a route to one day saying, right, I'm no longer going to work in that job. I'm no longer going to work nine to five for somebody else and let them choose what I do when I do it. And I'm going to turn what started as a side hustle into a business that becomes your income and gets you what you're looking for. So you've got other things like network marketing, franchising, Uh, affiliate marketing, uh, drop shipping and arbitrage online, creating a product that you sell online. Uh, All of those you can do, and for those that are prepared to, to sacrifice some of their free time to do it, it means you can do it alongside a job. And what you're doing is sacrificing free time so that in the future, you have got freedom of time, freedom of choice, and all that freedom of what you do, when you do it, who you do it with. What else could you do? Well, if this is just about getting an extra 500 quid a month, then how about looking at your current finances? How about creating a budget? And you do this in business anyway. If you've got a business, if you already started your business and you do not have a budget, you do not have a plan, you are not measuring your cash flow, your income, your outgoings, get started now crikey if you're not doing that in your business how do you know where you are and where you're going financially so anyway back to the plot so if you're just looking to get next 500 quid a month you could look at your budget find out what you are spending money on that you do not need yeah and start saving some money maybe for some of you it's living below your means for a little while so that you can create a pot of money, either as an emergency fund or a pot of money to go do something you want to do with, and you sacrifice a a little bit of the things you have now by living below your means to save up stuff for the things you want to do. Do you get the picture yet, guys? This is about what you want, not sitting there whinging about what you don't have, you don't want, and this is what I've got in life. If you're that frustrated, that bored, why don't you go do something else instead, as they say. So anyway, yeah. Look at your look at your budget. Look at what you're spending money on. I mean, crikey, you know. There's been many times in my life where I realised I've just bought something, and half the time it's shit. I don't even need because I'm trying to impress somebody else. And half the time again, those people I'm trying to impress are people I don't even necessarily like. So just look at what you're doing and see if the cost for you getting that extra money. Is living below your means or not having the things you're currently having, the things that aren't essential for a little while, to go and have something that is essential. So that's a little bit around that. Uh, build an emergency fund. So, you know, if you're out there, you are spending money on stuff you don't really need, but then if the washing machine goes or the boiler goes, you can't even afford to fix it. Go and build an emergency fund up so that you can cover the setbacks, those fields that get a fire in your life, in your business. Uh, And obviously if you are in business, you know there are certain costs, certain things that might hit you. You need to be saving for in in a fund. The biggest one for business owners is their tax. Many people just think all this money coming in because they've got their own business, they can just spend it. Well, yes and no. You will need to cash flow when your tax bill is due and how much that might be. So you've got that somewhere. You don't want to find yourself at the end of your financial year with the tax man setting fire to your business, so to speak, because he wants his tax money. So make sure whatever it is, if you're a property investor, it might be making sure you've built up a pot of money to cover boiler breakdowns, um, to cover the mortgages for three to six months so that... If something happens, if you get a void in your rentals or something sets you back, it doesn't matter. You've already got the money set aside as an emergency to cover the debt that's required on those, on those systems, okay? So yeah, you know, go look at something else you can do instead and start thinking, what are you passionate about? What is it you want and what cost are you prepared to pay get there because at the end of the day, if you get so bored that you go and find something to amuse yourself, it could be self-sabotaging what you want to do in the long run. So there's my little bit of rant with a little bit of content for you for today. in episode what episode this is episode seven so in episode eight we have got talking about firefighters we've got the amazing lou crocker with her real life journey of how she went from raf to firefighter and still as a firefighter she's building alongside that a portfolio of properties that is going to provide her the money she wants to do when she retires because you can't firefight forever Um, and absolutely amazing woman brilliant story to listen to she has gone out there this year alone and you know between well saying this year alone from last october so in the last 12 months she's gone out and done over five deals that are all putting money in the bank um and they're putting big pots of money in so that she can go off and do other stuff i will see you on the flip side thanks for listening To keep up with what we're doing and what's coming on Sweat, Grit and Hustle, do visit us at www.sweatgrithustle.com.